0: I need a drink. What's going on world? Welcome back season two year two gang life edition Sometimes you have to take a step away from everyone and everything To be able to take one step closer to you To yourself I thought I recognized myself when I look in the mirror I thought that I knew who I was and where I was going Or at least I hoped I knew who I was, and I hoped I knew where I was going. But it took some self-reflecting and some self-realization to realize that all I was doing was walking in circles. And the things I was doing was an attempt to fill this bottomless pit, this void. And I realized that that's just not going to happen. And no matter how much I, you know, complain, cry, and bitch and moan about it, there's some, I got to do something. Like what I've been doing hasn't been working what I have been doing has been hurting people and has been isolating you know me and and my kids in certain aspects I don't know exactly why I don't exactly know um how or or what to do to get out of um the way I've I've kind of felt off and on or uh, more so recently and I'm not sure if it's cuz you know it's been the time of that year where you know Got kids' birthdays, got anniversaries, got, you know, Amanda's birthday. Just a bunch of shit just kind of jam-packed on my head. And, and here I am about to about to do it all over again um, alone. I don't know if this sounds weird, but for some reason I thought, like, you know, I'd, I'd have everything, everything would just click and just be normal eventually. But I was lying to myself. And, I mean, I'm still kind of lying to myself, but I'm realizing that I've been lying to myself. I realized that here I was thinking that I was still me. I was still me and I just gotta figure it out. And now I realize that I'm not me, right? I'm not I'm not who I thought I was, I'm not who I think I am. I'm this new version of me, and this new version of me I don't know that well. I don't know that well. But I do know I need to get acquainted with myself, you know, sooner than later. Time doesn't go backwards, it marches forward. And as much as I look back at the march that I've done, it's not helping me walk forward. I can't walk backwards because just life doesn't work that way. And it took cutting everybody for the most part and everything for the most part out. And just kind of being with myself for a while just to kind of reflect and realize that. I guess the best way I can describe it. Is searching for something with your eyes closed Knowing that even though your eyes are closed You think you're still going to find what you're searching for And then opening your eyes and realizing There's nothing around you to even, you know, find I don't know if that makes sense I don't know if that's just stupid words put together to make a sentence That's just how I feel It's literally being blind and trying to navigate life that's how uh, life has felt, regardless of how many smiles I've, I've put on my face and others' faces. And it sucks. It sucks, but it's not working. All right. I thought I could just make a bunch of people around me happy. I can satisfy a bunch of people around me. And that'll give me some kind of satisfaction. And for a moment, it does. But that moment quickly fades. So now i got to find out what i got to do. Who I have to be for me, not only for me, but for my kids. I'm able to make them happy for the most part. I'm able to satisfy them for the most part. Um, I don't think I'm able to do that for myself. Everything I've done, whether it was the people I've put in my life, the people I surrounded myself with, the, the recreation activities I've done offline, um, the trips I've taken with my kids, the things I've done with my kids. I've put smiles on my face, especially when it comes to my kids have given me a purpose only when it's come to my kids and nothing else. But that's not the way I can live. That's not the way anybody can live. You know, your kids are there. You live for your kids, yes. But eventually, your kids grow and they leave you. And then what are you left with? The life you've built for yourself, right? I know I'm building a life for myself and the focus is my kids. But eventually, I got to realize, and I have realized, that I'm building a life for myself. I can live for my kids today, and I am and I will. But I also got to live today for myself because eventually when those kids leave me and those kids grow up and they have their own lives, their own families, their own careers. It's going to be too late to build a life for myself at that point. So in tandem, I've realized that I have to build a life for myself. And the life that I'd want to have, you know, 20 years from now. For myself. In tandem with the life that I want to build for my children and that adds another layer to this puzzle this rubik's cube that is my brain right now i read this thing where you know they say you know what time you got to get to work and you get to work on time you know when you got to be at your meetings you get your meetings on time you know what time your children's soccer basketball practice or whatever they got to be at and you get there on time you know what you got to drop you know what time you got to drop them off for school and you get them on time But for some reason, when you say, hey, next month, I'm going to start this diet, or I'm going to start saving tomorrow, right? We always postpone it. And what it comes down to is respect. We respect that boss that's telling us to get to work. We respect those people that are putting together those meetings. We respect the fact that schools demand our kids to be where they need to be. But we don't respect ourselves enough to be there for ourselves and to be committed to ourselves. We'll commit to jobs, we'll commit to places, we'll commit to occupations, we'll commit to careers, we'll commit to children, we'll commit to recreational activities for others. We'll even commit to giving them medicine, right? If we know our kids got to have medicine every six hours on the hour, right, to get over this cold, we'll do that. But what happens when you get sick, right? Do you take your medicine every six hours? Chances are the answer is no, much like me. Right, even if your dog needs medicine, you make sure you get your dog the medicine every 4 to 6 hours or as prescribed, we you know I me mean, whatever the case is, every month for its fleas and ticks. And you know this, you put on your calendar, you make a point to do it because you know it's your responsibility. It's so easy for us to be responsible for others and responsible for other actions, but for some reason when it comes to us, when it comes to ourselves, we're just second-rate citizens to ourselves for whatever reason. I put this post up on Facebook and uh, Instagram, I think, um, about a week ago, right? And it was a, a response back. I said that there's somebody out there. Well, this this post was like weeks ago or months ago. I said there's somebody out there on their deathbed right now begging God for their life back. So wake up and appreciate the life you have. And that's all it was, right? That A lot of people took it as, uh, man, mental health and uh, clinical depression. And, you know, it's just not that easy. And they they made it, you know, something that it wasn't. Most of them understood what I was saying, but some people made it, you know, whatever, whatever they made it. So I reworded it. I said that if somebody gave you a million dollars today, you know, you'd be happy. I'd be happy. We'd all be happy if somebody just said, here, here's a million dollars. Same question, different circumstances. Somebody offered you $100 million, but if you took the $100 million, you wouldn't be able to see tomorrow. In other words, you're exchanging your life for $100 million. Now, any sane-minded person would say no to that, right? So when you say no to that question, right, and I hope all you guys would say no to that question, what are you really saying? You're telling yourself that your life to you is worth more than $100 million, But for some reason, we wake up every morning and we're just dragging ass and we're going through the motions of life. And we don't really act like we're worth $100 million. We don't act like we love ourselves the way we'd love $100 million. We don't treat ourselves with respect the same way we treat $100 million, possibly. I don't know. (laughs) And why is that, right? Because like I said earlier, we put ourselves second to so much. And we, and i say we when I really mean I, I need to learn how to put myself first. I put so many other people's feelings and emotions and their needs so far ahead of mine. I did this in my marriage as well. And I, I grew resentful in my marriage because I put everything first. And here I am going through the same fucking steps that I did then too. I can't do anything to fix my marriage. I wish I could, but I can't. But I realize that I can do something now to fix me. I can fix me I can't repeat the same steps I can't allow myself to repeat the same steps And I can't allow myself to treat myself Like a second rate citizen Now when you do this People are going to call you rude They're going to call you selfish They're going to call you self-indulged Self-centered Whatever the case is Fuck those people Alright Everybody's got a realization to make When it comes to them You got to look that man or woman in the mirror And you got to have that honest look And the honest talk with yourself. And you have to understand that wherever you're at in life, much like I do, wherever I'm at is my fault. I cannot take credit for all the success that I've had and not take credit for all the failure I've had. If you want to take credit for your success, you have to understand. You have to to take credit for all the failure. You have to take ownership of all that failure. You have to own it both ways, up and down, right? The downs and the ups. I'm over here trying to avoid the downs And trying to understand the downs And I'm trying to fucking reason the downs When really there's nothing to understand There's nothing to reason It's just it is what it is I can't fucking do anything about it The downs happened What I can do though Is pick my ass up And get the fuck on with my life Now what that looks like I have no idea And that's what I'm realizing now And that's what I'm trying to figure out now I don't know what Fadi's life looks like Moving forward I know that it involves two amazing, growing, pain-in-the-ass kids that I love dearly. I know it involves a career for at least three more years um, until I retire. And that's all I know right now. That's all I'm committed to. My kids and my career, my kids first, my career very, 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 very far second. All right, and I mean that in a very respectful way, because I mean it like from the bottom of my heart. I appreciate everything the military has done for me, uh, for the most part, and I appreciate the opportunities the military has given me, for the most part. All right, we're not all one hundred percent satisfied with our jobs and our careers, and you know, I'm no, I'm like no other, right? I'm I'm like everybody else. There's there's no difference here just because you're in the military, wear a uniform. But anyway, not on that soapbox. I'm on my soapbox now. Fadi's life. So I took this month and some change off from this podcast. I planned some trips with my kids. I got some things done on my personal life. Um, We actually just got back from Hawaii. Uh, it was a great trip for me and them. It was a great baselining trip. And I mean that when I say baselining. I mean like... We woke up, ate, slept shit together, showered, hung out, day in and day out. There was no Follies going to hang out with some friends. Not that I do that right now. There was no Ava's going to school. There's no little man's at daycare. There's no gotta go to work. There's none of that. It was just seven days of us in and out. And the, the way we grew together and the way I saw my kids interact and play and love each other for seven days, morning to night, you know, it was just beautiful. It was heartwarming. It was everything I needed. Um, And it helped me kind of get my my bearings right. And we need that sometimes. Like I said, we need to step away from everything we've been doing that's getting us to feel how we feel just to fucking recalibrate our mindset, our our thoughts, our lives, our hearts, our life, you know? And that's what happened. That's what happened. I need to take more trips with my kids. I just need to spend more time with my kids. I need to unplug from the world. The world's not doing anything for me. My kids not my not my deep. My kids might not be doing anything for me, like you know, like that noticeable. But they're doing something for me internally. They're showing me every day that I'm capable of making it another day. They're showing me every day that I'm capable of still loving. I thought my fucking heart had frozen over for a while, and I'm just a robot going through the motions. And that's how I felt before this trip. That's how I felt before I unplugged too. It's hard realizing that. You know, the the 24 hours in your day just go by so quick and time still fucking marches on regardless of how much you want to slow down sometimes. And just to be clear, I'm not saying I want time to slow down. I would absolutely do anything to speed up fucking time right now just to get to a point where my kids are a little older. And, you know, we're all fucking talking to each other and we're all kind of breathing together. Uh, Right now, I feel like I'm breathing for myself and for them. And I know a lot of you guys out there feel like that. I know a lot of you guys out there in your marriages, your relationships, your, your, uh, your parenting out there. It's, it's a struggle. It's a struggle. And um, we're just surrounded by the terms mental health and mental health awareness. So uh, we're looking for somebody to tell us what the problem is. We're looking for somebody to tell us what the problem or the solution to that problem is also. Right? We're looking, for, we're looking outward to fix what's inward. Right. Rather than just realizing that, hey, man, we can look inward and we're smart enough in ourselves. I believe everybody out there is smart enough to understand what's going on within them. I get that sometimes there's, you know, some chemical fucking imbalances, this, that and the other. Right. But I also, you know, this might sound ignorant, but, you know, I don't believe that. Like, if you weren't born with that chemical imbalance, something happened to get that chemical imbalance there, whether it was, you know, I don't know, your daily routine, your daily diet, whatever the case is, happened. So, like, what's to say you can't just change that up? Once again, I'm not a doctor. I know that might sound ignorant to some of you guys. um, But I don't know. I'm just an optimistic thinker when it comes, like, to that, right? I've said it before. Your brain is a paradox. It uses itself to fix itself, right? It uses itself to teach itself. What's to say we can't break whatever we have going on in our minds, By using our minds, using logic and just thinking about things, thinking about things holistically. We're so used to just getting brainwashed by everything around us. We're so used to just saying, hey, the easy button is saying, hey, I need help and let's get some medicine. Right. Now, granted I get it. There's some people out there that need that medicine. Nothing against it. I'm not saying anything against it at all. Just to be clear. All right. What I'm saying is some effort on our ends on some some effort from that person in the mirror might go a long way it might not but there's only one way to find out so right now i'm at that stage i can go get that medicine i can go get those anxiety pills i can go get that depression fucking diagnosed i know i can i know i have it all right but what's that really doing what's that doing is that masking who i am is that masking the problem is it fixing the problem what's it doing is it giving me a temporary fix or is it giving me a permanent fucking lifestyle to change into I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. And I'm fucking terrified of the answer. But right now, I'm still alive. I'm still clear-binded. I'm still able to think. And even though the fog comes in and out, I'm still able to navigate it. So for now, I'm going to keep doing what I got to do. And I'm going to keep living the way I got to live. Um, however that life is, right? But we're going to figure it out. God's given me the grace and the ability to, to have the patience with myself Even though I'm my own biggest critic, just like much of you guys are, your own biggest critics, you beat yourself up, but you don't ever pat yourself on the back. You say, fuck, I did this, but you don't ever say, yay, I did that. I got to do better at saying, yay, I did that. I got to do better at saying, yay, I woke up this morning and I took that jog. I cleared my mind. I had that moment of clarity. Yay, I got my kids to school. Yay, you know, my daughter graduated kindergarten. Or my son's excelling Something Little victories every day Little victories, little battles will eventually win the war Everybody's trying to win the war Not realizing there's little battles Everybody wants to get to the 12th round Not realizing there's 11 rounds ahead of you And I've realized that about myself I'm over here trying to be in round 12 And just trying to get that KO Or that fucking decision But I'm not doing anything in round 1 through 11 To get me to round 12 for that decision I'm not doing anything and train myself to get that that ability to be able to knock out round twelve or you know one through eleven. i'm not I don't know if that makes sense to you guys boxing metaphor, but it is what it is. I've talked to a few people about exactly what I just said too, and um I think the best thing I like about myself is that I dream. I might not you know always accomplish the dreams or the goals that I set out, but at least I dream dream and i take steps towards those dreams. And a lot of people um not to pat myself on the back, they admire that and that's cool. But when i talk to them, you know, they have dreams too. But they're calling some of their dreams and some of their attempts of at the dreams failures. But when they tell me what's been going on and the steps they've taken, it seems like they haven't taken any steps. It seems like they're insecure. I think insecurities will kill more dreams, will kill more ambition, will kill more goals than failure ever will. Insecurities won't allow you to take that first step. Insecurities will keep you sidelined rather than getting out there and getting on that field. And, you know, you might get hit, but you also might get that touchdown. And I bring this up because it goes back to you, right? Are you afraid to take that first step to do what you got to do to get better? Are you afraid to, to tell yourself what you got to tell is it easier to just hit the fail button, say, "Hey, I tried, but not actually try"? Are you insecure? Do you think what people will think will crush you? Do you do you allow what people think to stop you? Um, is that what's stopping you? Is that what's holding you back? To a lot of people, the answer is yes. And you know, back to what I said early, um, like <laughs> you treat yourself like a second-rate citizen. Those people's opinions are not going to kill you. Those people's opinions aren't going to pay your bills either. So whether those people's opinions are about you, your goals, your dreams, your ambitions, you should put them where they belong, in the trash, right? I know uh, I've had a few people reach out like, oh, man, there's you always get this attention and blah, blah, blah on your on your social media. And that's cool, man, but I don't do anything for attention. I do it because I want to do it. I do it, like I told y'all before, for a digital time capsule so my kids can go back to Daddy's Facebook page and kind of put the story together for themselves rather than having to hear it um, from somebody else. I don't do it because, hey, people I need people to see or matching outfits and, oh, man, you're such a great dad. That's cool. I appreciate everybody saying all the nice things. It definitely gives me a little pat on the back, a little bit of juice here and there. But by, by no means does it do anything else for me as far as, like, you know, drive me to do it more or, um, act like I care more. No, it's just who I am. This is who I am. I do things for me. I do things for my kids and I put it out there and the world sees it. They see it and they comment on it. They comment on it. Like it, they like it, but regardless, I'm always going to do it. All right. So I don't want to be too long winded. Right. I'll leave you guys with this. Um, I put this post up also a little while back over over the last month. That sometimes I feel like I'm good and then all of a sudden like a bag of bricks or like the lights go out and I'm out there, you know, in pitch black looking for a light again. Um, and it feels like uh, like before that light went out, I felt like I was healing and then boom, the bag of bricks or light switch goes out and I feel like, you know, I'm back to square one. And then I question myself, did I really heal at all or am I healing? But the truth is, if you actually take all that in and you look back to a few months prior to that feeling or a year, or whatever the case is, and you see how far you've come and then you see that you've actually healed, right? You've healed and you've grown. Now, it might not always go in step. It might not go step one, step two, step three. Sometimes it might go step one through seven, then back to step two through five, and then back to step one through four before you get to steps fucking nine, ten, and eleven. Healing doesn't go in a straight line, all right? Healing doesn't, it's not, there's no roadmap to healing. It doesn't say A, B, C, all right? Sometimes it's zigzags, sometimes it's upside down. Sometimes you're going to walk 14 steps backwards before you take one step forward and then go another 10 steps back before you take three steps forward. You just got to look back and realize that you've taken a step before. You've been able to take 14 punches before you took that one step forward. So you've healed, you've grown in some aspect of it, and I've realized that. I've realized that because I'm thinking like, okay, I, I've came, I've gotten here. Now what's next? And then when I'm looking for what's next, I go back to where the fuck I started, and then I'm questioning myself, and I'm questioning what I'm doing, and I'm questioning what the fuck is all this worth? Like, what what does it all mean? And then when I close my eyes and I take that deep breath in, I realize that I've already walked a few miles. I started somewhere very, very, very far away. Now, where I'm at right now, a few miles later, doesn't look like where I thought it would look like. But nonetheless, I walked a few miles. And you guys have, too. I know a lot of you guys listening have gone through your journeys, I've gone through your fucking woes. I've gone through whatever it is that you've gone through, whether you've shared it or not. It's the only reason you're listening. There's enough people here listening for me to at least fucking be halfway right. Just realize that you've taken the steps forward that you've needed to take. Yes, you've been knocked back a few times, but you've already taken steps forward. And you might get tired of walking and you might feel like you're walking in the same fucking direction you've already walked in. But I promise you, it's not the same direction. You're walking above those steps that you've already walked. So those steps aren't in front of you. They're below you. All right. You're you're rising up. You're rising up and you're going somewhere that you don't know. You don't have you have no idea what's waiting for you. So I urge you guys, just like I urge myself, keep taking those fucking steps. Even if those steps are on your knees, even if you're fucking crawling, even if it's on your stomach and you're dragging yourself forward. Keep doing it. You don't know what's on the other side. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to come of it. A lot of beauty out there in the world, all right? I hate to fucking sit here and think there's nothing but doom and gloom out there. I I, I refuse, I fucking refuse to believe there's nothing but fucking negativity out there. I know the world is full of beauty. I know the world is full of positivity. I know the world is full of beautiful people. Seven billion people out there. You can't tell me there ain't nothing out there for you. There's somebody, there's something, there's somewhere out there for all of us, all right? I love you guys. Thanks for tuning in, all right? Don't lose hope on me yet. I'm (laughs) going to come back. It's a lot harder to come on here and just talk sometimes just because, like, there's so much to say. But it's hard to fucking say it when your face is completely drenched. I hope you guys know what I mean. I love y'all. Keep swimming, all right? Those arms get tired and you feel like you can't swim anymore. Take a deep breath in and float. I'll be right there floating with you. I love you guys.